You pierce the darkness with the fiercest light. duo Unsung Lily. They join me to discuss their origin stories, their journey in the music business, taking a risk that paid off when they moved to the USA, finding love with each other, their single Hold My Hand, and so much more. I absolutely loved our conversation. It was so inspiring and as a fellow Brit it was great to talk to Sarah and Frankie who are also from the UK. I really hope you enjoy our conversation. Here it is. Frankie and Sarah, welcome to the Neon Woman podcast. I am so excited to talk to you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're so excited to be here. Yeah. Which one's Sarah and which one's Frankie? Just so I know. I'm Sarah. Frankie, yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Well, (laughs) thank you for wanting to chat to me. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to kind of get to know you and just learn all about Unsung Lily and your music. So let's get into it. Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. Well, I kind of always like to start with the question, you know, who are you aside from aside from what you do? Obviously, you're both musicians, but who are, you know, who is Sarah and who is Frankie? I love that question. Yeah. Um, well <laughs> I'd say we're we're very very different as people um yeah definitely so do you want to go first uh I'll follow you okay <laughs> <laughs> um I'd say I am very much um very very spiritual very kind of uh introspective and um you know I, I'm really really passionate about putting a good message into the world that inspires people and um, lights them up in some way. Um, yeah, that's that's me probably to a T. And then Frankie. Yeah, I'd, I'm more. Um, I don't know. I don't think anyone's ever asked us this question. <laughs> Can you tell? It's a great question. Um, I don't. I. I think I'm a more kind of. I'm very practical. I'm very, um, I don't know. What am I? I I say I say <laughs> I say Frankie is like the really fun one. Um, like something I've noticed about my friends when I introduce them to Frankie is they all get really silly when she's around. Yeah, I do you have um, a bit of a silly, silly side? I'm not very serious. Yeah, she's silly. Okay. She's hilarious. She's fun, and she's like crazily talented as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. (laughs) What part of the UK are you guys from? Because I'm in Sydney, but 
I'm actually from the UK originally. That's so. cool. Um, I'm originally from Cornwall, and uh, but then I've been living in kind of Sussex, Surrey area for mm. a long time. Yeah. Okay. And I'm from um, Guildford. So, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are you yeah. from? Uh, Hampshire. Hampshire. Okay, nearby. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Kind of equidistant between Bournemouth, Southampton, and Salisbury. So in oh, the middle of the New Forest. Oh, I love the New Forest. Nice yeah. area. Yeah. Beautiful place. Yeah. 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 So I do, yeah, especially with COVID, like I was kind of going back once a year and oh. haven't haven't been back for two years. So oh, that's, that's tough, yeah. Because yeah. all my family are back home. So yeah. 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 But um yeah, so I'd love to know a bit about both of your origin stories. Like how did you get started in music and songwriting and Perhaps how, I don't know, maybe how like how your childhood and upbringing influenced your decision to become musicians? Ooh, love it. Um, Ooh. I think for, for me, I was, um, I think I always secretly wanted to be an artist, a music artist, but I think I had a lot of things in childhood that just like put me off. So like, mm-hmm. I remember being seven and being in a band and then I think I got thrown out of the band <laughs> and that put me off for like seven oh, more years yeah have I not thought of that before yeah no. yeah um and then and then I sort of got back into it when I was 14 and was really really into it but then sort of got had some industry contacts already and got some you know re- rejected as you do and and that put me off for a long time so then I just sort of became a singer um a professional singer and spent my life like singing other people's songs um and it was only when it got I got to like actually like my late 20s um I suddenly had this like overwhelming urge to start writing songs and being Mm. an artist and like wanted wanted to say things and put things in the world and um that was um it was quite it was quite I don't know quite a painful moment for some reason it was like this this sort of split personality of like I really want to do this and this other part of me going no be sensible because you already have a really good career and it's all working out fine and um you know going back and forth for a few years but um I'm so glad that I did it it's just been an amazing journey how about you yeah I I think uh for me my family played a huge role from a very young age I my parents really loved music um and my uh brothers all played instruments before me um and I just kind of picked them up afterwards um one of them played saxophone and then that kind of got passed down ended up with me and then drums the oldest one played drums and that kind of got passed down and um I just really loved it I was really interested in it um from a really young age you know and we used to put on home concerts there's there's five of us and we would you know create these concerts when I was like five years old and um I'd be playing the recorder and stuff and you know it's got a lovely vision. instrument I've got visions of you playing the recorder like Stevie Wonder being like <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it would sound like if she Not played quite. there's a, actually a video of me doing it, it doesn't sound anything like Stevie Wonder <laughs> um it's pretty terrible but yeah so just from a young age and then I've just all I've been lucky enough to have family and people around me who've just been really supportive and and I'd always just said that if that's what you want to do then do it and um 
I just I just kind of followed that and uh, I've been doing it my my whole life really I've you know had jobs here and there doing things to stay alive but music has always been um uh you know my what I've done well I've been very lucky in doing that so that's cool yeah, yeah I'd like I find it interesting because mm. I've kind of always considered myself a writer of some sorts like I've always written like poems and songs and stories and I can play guitar but there's such a there's such a vulnerability to do it professionally and also to just do it in front of people like I've never been someone who showcases any of that stuff it's it's the creative part of me but I I kind of keep it to myself did you do either of you ever kind of fear putting it out into the world yeah definitely definitely (laughs) yeah Yeah. even now it's um it's quite a daunting thing um it's but I guess less so I mean for me because I I mean I was a singer songwriter performer before I met you Mm. um and I've been doing that since you know primary school really so Mm. it was kind of inbuilt in me to just be a show off and like (laughs) look at me look at me look what I've done um so I guess I don't know maybe it's less difficult for me more so for you would that be yeah I guess so I find it hard um I think it's because like I go through I go through phases of like because I write the lyrics and and Frankie does the, the music and sometimes with the lyrics they're like really really personal and that's always very um difficult to sort of put out in the world and also I often like write through my pain points or write through my healing write through my journey so like things like that are really are really kind of yeah quite scary to put into the world mm. but I was I told my friend this the other day I've completely forgotten but when um when I first started Unsung Lily it was before Frankie was in the band I actually put it out in the world before telling anyone it was me and I put it out in uh-huh. this like faceless nameless way with like a random picture and just start putting some of the songs up just just to see how people reacted because I was so scared more about like the people that I knew hearing it Uh, and that felt safer to me for some reason to put it out without it being attached to me so that was like my first step of like dipping my toe in the water we could have done like a punk thing we could have (laughs) (laughs) the band the gorillas oh yeah yeah. yeah that's genius idea. do you know we do often play with that of like it's the the scary thing is it being you so like sometimes we play with that idea of like should we just not be in it should we just not be in the video should we not do not be the face of it and just put music in the world but it's the videos for me yeah I, I struggle with I struggle with being in something I don't mind making the music and putting it out on a platform and you know people know it's me and performing it or whatever but doing all the videos stuff and yeah I'm not I'm not good at pretending to sing along to my <laughs> song in, a, in the middle of a field or something. Like, I can't. That's really difficult for me. Yeah. Um, it's almost like acting, even though it's your yeah, own song. Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 But I imagine the whole lyric thing, because you're the one who's kind of bearing your mm. soul and, you know, I just play the drums, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do think that that pain part is like, it's part of it though it's part of the um I feel like it, for some reason it makes it more powerful to know where who it comes from rather than yeah. just like if it was a song like if like, let's say the gorillas were putting out 
songs with these really like painful or deep lyrics and you didn't know who they came from I think it, it wouldn't be as powerful like it works for them because it's kind of more fun stuff but yeah a lot I think it gives it something <laughs> even though it's painful yeah I think people like to to know the face of someone when they're sharing something personal yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely. so my next question I think you've kind of already answered did you guys how did you guys meet and did Unsung Lily was that born from you two meeting or like you said you already started it beforehand yeah so it was we met actually because um I ran a company for like it was like a music management company and Frankie used to work for me but we didn't really know each other um no Sarah was just someone I sent my invoices to yeah (laughs) (laughs) for ages and then I think we were on a gig together once and like we had a little bonding moment and and I said I'm starting writing songs and and Frankie was like if you ever need a backing singer and I was like yeah right she's going to be my backing singer like she's incredible I'm never gonna I wouldn't ever be able to like I would have done that that. (laughs) (laughs) that. no way um so yeah then um but I don't know a few months later and me and and some of the guys that, that I worked with um had put Unsung Lily together but we always um we always said we wanted to get a keyboard player um and it was literally the day before the first photo shoot and we'd already made like some music and we we're doing our first photo shoot and it had taken ages to organize it and suddenly I was like oh my god Frankie she said that thing to me about the backing singer which was ridiculous but like I could get her to come and be like co-singer and uh, keyboards and um so I just like I was a bit shy about it and I texted her I was like I don't suppose you want to be in this band only thing is you'd have to come to this photo shoot tomorrow um and in my head I was like if she says no it's just not meant to be like we'll move on um and then yeah luckily you said yes and then you know yeah so I went to the (laughs) went along to the photo shoot without having heard any of the music (laughs) or even really knowing any of them and and then it just all went from then yeah and luckily we got together and wrote some songs after that and sang together we were like oh my god like there's something magical with our voices together and we we wrote like two songs in about two hours and luckily we were like oh that was lucky (laughs) we liked each other and we sounded good together yeah so that that worked out (laughs) it was fate it was it felt like that yeah yeah and then you fell in love I guess along the track from there yeah 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 that was a big surprise it was definitely yeah. a surprise <laughs> especially as we were kind of like I was with the drummer at the time and Frankie was with the guitarist so it was a bit oh <laughs> a bit like Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac, Mac. <laughs> yeah but like the 2020 yeah. version 2021 version <laughs> yeah yeah how did that go <laughs> not well oh. <laughs> but you know we live and learn and um mm. I don't know it was just yeah I mean it was just an incredible again like a, a very fateful destined experience I think us falling in love it just felt like for some reason whenever we were together we felt like we we could feel like almost like a magnet pulling us together it was very magical really and I remember like you were saying whenever you left you feel like you were driving in the wrong direction and you wanted to turn the car around and come back and, mm. and whenever like Frankie wasn't there I would just be like why isn't she here <laughs> it would feel like empty the room would feel empty and um it was all very kind of um 
I don't know, like it was very subconscious, our falling in love, and it, it took us a while to figure out what was, what was going on. But, mm. Yeah, and it was yeah. really difficult. It was a difficult yeah. time for us and also, you know, our ex-people. Yeah. And yes. uh, yeah, but, you know, it's kind of, it's love, isn't it? It's mm. <laughs> it just, like, it won. Yeah, it took yeah. Of, yeah, it did. It really did and um it's amazing that I did yeah yeah so how do you think your music changed kind of after you fell in love and kept making music together did it alter like your style of music or anything like that um it definitely our style of music definitely altered because the guys left the band and it was just then us um Mm -hmm. and I think that we really settled into like who we are as songwriters we before we used to be very polite about it yeah and we like we like try and do everything together and write the words together and write the music together and I think when we got settled into like our relationship we were quite happy to just be like actually I'm really good at this and you're really good yeah. at this so let's do that I and, think it, it yeah. just made everything more real yeah and um you know just we became ourselves yeah in, in the band more if yeah that makes sense I think we found yeah. our real sound as well yeah because we could say do you know what actually I don't like writing lyrics and you're really good at it so why don't you go and do that I don't I don't want mm. to be doing that and whereas before it was all yeah like you said it was all very polite yeah we're a bit British about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it the was British are very polite yeah <laughs> well we wrote some great stuff and um yeah and uh yeah but it has changed a lot it's Mm. evolved yeah definitely so for people who haven't heard of you can you describe what your music is like yeah um yeah (laughs) (laughs) people ask us this on a like daily basis and we still don't have an answer don't have an answer (laughs) I'd say it's evolving so if you listen to our last album called 12 it was very um epic and empowering and there there's like pain in there and there's like sort of inspiring moments and beautiful moments um and then this new stuff that we're bringing out now is it's it's really evolved into kind of it's it's a bit more retro and it's also a bit more fun I think Mm -hmm. we're like it's taken we've taken a lot more inspiration from different eras so you've got you know 70s bass lines 80s drum sounds with our kind of yeah I don't know sometimes our vocal I think it sounds a bit 90s but kind of like you know yeah big vocal on top of all of that um so you've got kind of a mix of like Prince vibes with uh, who else? Like, like Shasha Khan style with vocal, mm, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, with with the kind of with the unsung Lily twist, yeah, yeah. But it was uh, when it would, you know, it was the pandemic. Like when that hit, and we were we decided to like live stream every day because like we had nothing to do and neither did anyone else so we were like okay well we'll go live every day and and, and you know bring some music to people's lives and um our neighbors love our neighbors love that yeah um <laughs> living in a little one bedroom apartment in LA and like trying to perform every day but um i think we really quickly were just like oh my god the world is in enough 
sort of pain right now and like we, we felt like really really drawn to just write some really fun music um because there's a there's a few fun songs on our last album but there's a lot that's like really bringing up like I use it a lot in my own healing of like writing songs for my own healing so it's like a lot of like like bringing up everyone's stuff I don't think um I don't think I wrote any songs in a major key (laughs) (laughs) and I think we were just like oh my god like we've had like we don't need the world doesn't need that right now like people need some fun um and it just yeah inspired us to write some really fun music so um it's been really cool yeah getting into that side of ourselves can you talk about what it's like to be women in music? I mean, we all know that it's kind of a male-dominated industry. Often women in music are overtly sexualized when they don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Have you guys faced any, you know, any anything like that in the industry? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame, but it, I think you're definitely treated differently. De- differently Mm. um which is not you know it's not on um there's a there's a thing about female musicians that people just assume that they can't play um which is really offensive isn't it when you think about it yes Um, and I think sometimes I don't I think that when because Frankie plays like all the instruments on our recordings and um so I think as soon as they see us play, that opinion changes, but it's like there's probably a judgment there at first. Um, but then it also kind of works the other way around because when they hear her play amazingly, they're like more impressed than yeah. they should be. And that kind of so <laughs> is weird. So they're kind of complimenting yeah. you. Um but if they were watching a guy do the same thing, yeah, that wouldn't be a compliment. It wouldn't yeah. be and so you're caught in this kind of tricky place of oh thank you you know thank you for you know complimenting me and saying I did a great job or you know yeah but I can't help but think if it was the other way around they wouldn't, it wouldn't even be it wouldn't yeah. even be a thing and is yeah. that an insult or is that a compliment I don't know <laughs> like I mean I, I'll, I'll take I'll take the nice yeah criticism you know the what uh, I'll I'll take that all day long because it's lovely when someone comes up to you and says, "Wow, that was really fantastic." But in the back of my mind, I am always like, oh, "I wonder if you would have said that if it was the other way around." But yeah, it's it's just like it's it's everyday life, isn't it? In in all aspects of life, if you're a woman, mm. yeah. Um, and the overly sexualized thing is a, a thing too. I think like especially because like I feel like you know we're older than 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 like the bands in their early 20s you know we're in our 30s and um it's always you know you look out at at what artists what what sort of like successful famous artists are doing and it is just always there like right in your face like like are we supposed to be doing that are we supposed to be dressing like that like no that's just the most inauthentic thing for us ever um and he's and this whole thing of sex sells. Yeah. Mm, and, yeah. And who made that decision, you know? Like, it doesn't sell to me, like, who's authenticity who's sells to me. Like, not... Um, and I think that, that that's just a thing in, you know, life that is just awful. Like, I wish we could be celebrating people as they got older and, and had more wisdom to share and all of that and creating spaces for that. And mm. there is there is a pressure in the music industry, yeah. definitely. And for for women and I think 
especially like myself I'm not I'm not I don't know I don't I don't have long hair I don't wear a lot of makeup I don't like to wear dresses and things like that but I'm still a woman it doesn't it doesn't make me any less of a woman yeah um but there is that pressure to be like oh should I wear I should be caking on the makeup and I need to make myself look feminine mm. or whatever that means and um I don't feel comfortable doing that always and then I just think well why why am I doing that and and yeah who decided and, that we had to exactly yeah. and I think as time goes on and I, as I get older I'm definitely just being I am a woman and I'm proud to look how I look and and not wear makeup and and follow that kind of pressure yeah but then also I women it's part of a woman to do all that stuff and there are lots of beautiful women who love yeah makeup and and really enjoy that whole to them that is that's part of it you know and that's fantastic that's amazing as well yeah it's part of their expression and I yeah I really enjoy like that part of, of doing music videos and stuff when I get to like get all like made up and wear interesting clothes and like that's part of my kind of artistry for sure but it's when you start doing it because you because it's expected of you that it yeah. just feels a bit icky um and then there's the other thing about being a couple um that we find there's a lot of um issues where like we had the issue with Facebook last year where they banned one of our um they banned one of our videos and it showed the picture of us that we used to use as our profile picture, which is just like a quite romantic picture of us with our foreheads together. And that picture was in this video and they banned it saying the video was sexually explicit. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so then I, ra- I was like, I went off on one for a minute and then a few people said, look, hang on a minute. Like it might be this, it might be that. So I. um made some tests so I replaced the picture with a heterosexual couple doing the exact same pose because some people said oh they don't like any kind of intimacy and that was fine and then um, I changed the picture of us like just a non-coupley one and that was fine and then I kept running that set the other one but they kept banning it saying sexually explicit so it's just I think that's another thing about being a same-sex couple especially as girls you face a lot of um, it's just like same-sex couples are overly sexualized and 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 that's yeah. just a whole thing to to deal with as well as, as a woman in a relationship with another woman yeah that's that's ridiculous <laughs> I can't yeah. believe that yeah uh, it, I like, know well, and then when you you say so that you know you raise it up you you finally get through to them it's we've done nothing wrong and and then they don't own it and that's when that's where the problem lies is mm. that you know these these huge corporations have things that they can do and they're just not they're not they're not doing them yeah, yeah. and it's probably not like a person sitting there going oh that's no. too sexual it's like it's probably a bot and it's how their bots are set that the but female couples are sexual bot. and hetero couples are not and it's like yeah there's things like that that really need addressing um, yes absolutely oh that annoys me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so you guys do everything you know Frankie you play all the instruments you produce the songs Sarah you write all the songs you manage you know the band and you sing what made you choose to basically do everything for the whole band control free (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, was it to maintain the authenticity? I yeah, it's oh, it's such a difficult question because I think there's like there's good and bad to it. Like part of me just thinks you know collaboration is so important and like help having having the support from other people is so important. And then at the other at the same time, we just find that this is the strongest way we can be at I the think, moment. I think it's the love of doing it. Yeah. Like we you love managing, writing lyrics. Like that is you are just completely that is you. And yeah. I love creating music and playing all the instruments and you know, I just love doing it. And I we've that is why that is why we do it I think yeah we have we have tried um well we do collaborate with people every now and then um but we always we just find that we just love doing it yeah it's like for me the management side is a big part of of my artistry I think and the same for you I think with the production it's not just that you write songs and you write melodies and it's Mm. like the the part of the artistry is finding that specific sound yeah. and for me it's like finding that specific like thing I want to say or way I want to say it or put how, how we want to put things into the world and like it's mm. all part of it so yeah I think it is about authenticity and then also slight control freak which needs sorting yeah. out <laughs> it's a work in progress <laughs> hey I'm a control freak as well so <laughs> can you talk to me about your your journey as independent musicians you moved to the US for six years Uh, that's tell me about that whole experience yeah well that was down to a bottle of wine and uh, a a whim (laughs) it was very decision on a whim magical and whimsical in that yeah yeah, we we'd we one night we literally had drunk a bottle or maybe two of wine and um we were on this mailing list I was on a mailing list for this conference called sync summit which is um, a conference in Hollywood where um, you can um, get in the same room as like um, the people who put music into film and, and TV and ads and stuff. And um, that's one of our big passions. Like we love, we love the idea of our music being in in films and and with into that picture and what it can you know how it can marry up with things. And so um, yeah, we got the email that night and after a couple of bottles of wine and just went it's next week should we go <laughs> and um just booked it put it on a credit card uh the next day woke up and we're like oh my god we're going to hollywood next week <laughs> and wow. um yeah so we we went and we ended up performing and we only we only went for a week yeah we only booked mm-hmm. a week and we went to the summit the sync summit conference and just so many things so many exciting things happened while we were there in just one week um you know we played we played we performed at the same summit we were in hollywood we've never been mm, played yeah. at whiskey and go-go played at whiskey and go-go mm. we we um we met uh uh one of the guys who who was in earth wind and fire who oh, um, wow. he wrote what's he wrote the main riff for let's groove tonight. let's groove tonight yeah and like this all just happened to us in a week and we were like whoa like and we hadn't all we always all that had happened is we turned up and we were performing yeah and it just just seemed really exciting and um so we came back to the uk and we're like we yeah should we just 
Go. People have said like, <laughs> if you want to move out here, we'll you know we'll sponsor your visas. And the Earth, Wind, and Fire was like, I'll, you know, I'll mentor you. And there's all these kind of invitations, and we were like, we were like, no. <laughs> and then we got back home, and we were like, why would we say no? <laughs> so um, it's yeah. kind of. I don't remember f- having feeling about making that decision to go. We just kind of went. We just did. And yeah. yeah. And we decided we were going to go for three months, but for some reason we just like sold all of our stuff here. Like it was like we knew we were going to go for a long time. <laughs> yeah, we did. We were like car boots, car boots, yeah, like selling everything off for like a pound and um, yeah. And then we ended it was up pretty crazy thinking back. Yes, yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. Like why were we not were we not thinking more no. long term? I don't know. But anyway, we went for three months, and then I think we'd been there a, a, a week, and we were like, oh no, we're going to stay. So we got our visas and. Um, and tended to say a year and then yeah that turned into six years and um on and off we, we, yeah we, we did come back a little bit we came back for Christmases and things like that yeah. but we were pretty much there we moved around out there and we experienced a lot and it was amazing yeah kind of Covid cut it short really but yeah oh, yeah. yeah it's an incredible experience yeah though. amazing and, um, yeah something that we'll never forget and always be so grateful that music took us out there to to experience that yeah I mean you obviously are a same-sex couple and that obviously means that you're all for love is love which I mean I don't know how anybody couldn't be about that Mm. but we all know people think very differently what was that like living in the US I mean there are obviously you know pride is a huge deal over there but Mm. We also know the other side of the coin. Was that difficult or were you just accepted for who you are? We always lived in very, very, very um, friendly places. So like we lived in L.A. and we lived in Palm Springs, which is like probably like, I don't know, 60 or 70 percent gay people. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's um. so I think that made a big difference to us feeling really, really comfortable. Yeah, we were, we were always surrounded by um amazing friends and yeah. uh same-sex couples and mm-hmm. just uh, uh, anybody w- who we came across was mm. a lover's love mm. you know yeah. um w- and we were very lucky because you know that couldn't have happened we could have because we'd never been there before we could have traveled to a completely different place or area and where people do have issues with it unfortunately mm. but we I personally I didn't feel attacked or no um, I felt like we could just be ourselves and actually when we were there I would say we even kind of grew um because we'd only been together not long not long before we actually Mm. went out there yeah so I don't know how yeah I think we'd been together maybe like six months at the most before we went out there so yeah wow. okay. yeah so it moved pretty quick in the beginning <laughs> um and yeah we kind of grew together out there and it was a really nice place LA especially um to do to grow yeah it's very accepting it's yeah. funny LA has such a reputation for being kind of you know the, the reputation LA has but um actually yeah it's felt, it felt so accepting and um okay. just massive community there yeah LGBTQ plus community um yeah so I don't I, mm. I don't think we experienced any discrimination of any sort no no that's good I mean mm. 
I, I can never understand why there even is discrimination, but that's, that's a whole other conversation. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, you just can't get your head around it. It's the funny it's thing. It's very scary as well. The funny thing is, yeah. like, um, when, when we first got together, I just remember, like, my in my head, just thinking, how can anybody think that this is wrong? Like, that was the biggest feeling in my head straight away. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, because I'd never you know been with a woman before and I was just and I'd never thought it was wrong or anything but obviously we we kind of we soak in everything from our culture don't we and and, and what mm. we've been told by the media and, and and growing up it's not something that was in the media or you know films or anything really we're so lucky that it is more now but um you know I just yeah that was the biggest thing I was just like wow I cannot believe that people have a problem with this it just feels like the most natural thing ever yeah mm. yeah I mean love is love period yeah 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 love is far more powerful than I think us humans understand yeah. <laughs> and um you know just because we've made up these like rules doesn't mean that love's gonna listen to them <laughs> yeah so, exactly yeah. talk to that's me about song lyric I know that's a quote I put on Instagram <laughs> Write that one down. Talk to me about your new single. It's called Hold My Hand. I listened to it. I love it. Tell me about it. Um, so this one we wrote in the like I think it was like the first week or two of lockdown. This the is first the lockdown. song has travelled around a bit. Yeah. Um, so the like lyrically, I we were in lockdown and I was like thinking, I wonder what people are gonna like feel like when we come out of this. And I was thinking, I'm gonna like think about that I think about the future of like how we're all going to feel and I was thinking it might be in like a month or something <laughs> and um yeah and then it's taken like that long to make that song because we literally we started writing it in LA and then we had to move out of our because we lost all our income and everything we had to move out of our um place in LA and luckily got to go stay with a friend out in the desert so then we like recorded more of it in the desert and then we had to move back to England. So we recorded it more in England. And then we had like, when we were writing it in, in LA, we had like some of our friends here in England play bass and guitar on it. And so there was like a transatlantic thing going on there. And then when we were here, we got our friends in LA to mix and master it. So it's like a real kind of international traveled song. Um, yeah. Which is yeah. ironic considering it was written during a pandemic. Yeah, that is ironic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've thought, even thought about that. No. Yeah, um, but it's come out so fun. Like I just love it. It makes me smile. Yeah. yeah. There's so much but, energy to it. Yeah, that's it. That's that's that was the idea behind it. I think. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I was obsessed with bass at the time, just that was that was it really. And um, yeah, it just kind of turned into turned into what it is now mm. it was good to release it though because it had been hanging around for a bit and we were a bit like is it finished is it not I don't know does it need to does it need this does it need that but um yeah it's it's Sometimes out now you have can't to change it, it. yeah <laughs> well it's a great song thank, thank you. you yeah it's just a fun you know just something to get up and dance to I've danced around this living room actually many times <laughs> <laughs> 
So I like to ask any kind of musicians that I have on the podcast, what is something you're most proud of from your career? I don't, I don't, do you have an answer? No, but I was going to start talking and see if one came out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have one? You go. No, I I don't think I have one specific thing. I'm just, I think I'm just really proud that I have been able to work and be a part of some amazing music musical projects including Unsung Lily and um, I've been able to do that throughout my whole life really Um, it's kind of taking a break now because of the obvious but yeah I'm just proud that I've kind of stuck to that and I've stuck to I've not kind of let anybody tell me that I can't do it I've just been like I've always just been like I can do it I can do that if I want to I can go and do that so I I don't know if this is making any sense or yeah the best the best at talking but um yeah just just I'm proud to just have stuck to it you know um yeah I can't I can't think of like one one moment yeah mine's similar I can't think of a moment particularly but like it's 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 about not giving up I think that's what makes me most proud because yeah it's just it's really hard sometimes being an independent musician you know for so many reasons um and one and, and you know like we find ourselves wanting to give up like probably at least four or five times a day um and then it's like there's always something that happens that makes you go okay I'm not going to give up I'm going to keep going and and then you have the moments where like you've you've not given up and you finally put that song out in the world that's taken you a year and whatever to record and and people love it and and that makes you really proud and and so glad that you didn't give up so yeah it's it's about that kind of um sticking at it and following your heart even when things get get challenging yeah yeah and I'm proud of you Oh, thank you. Glad you said it back. (laughs) (laughs) So, I just have a few more questions, and I like to switch the focus at the end to what I call the Neon Woman questions. So, I created Neon Woman because I like chatting to inspiring women, and I think that as women, we society often tells us to kind of pit each other against one another and I'm just I like to inspire everyone um so I created an acronym from the word woman because I believe that being a woman encompasses so many things particularly love fashion mindset travel when you're not in a pandemic (laughs) (laughs) um and a healthy lifestyle and I see love as being wild fashion as original, your mindset should be magnificent, travel is adventurous, and a healthy lifestyle is necessary. So I ask everyone who comes on the podcast the same questions, but I also have a bonus season two question that I'm asking all of my guests, which is, what is the one song 
that you play when you need to brighten your neon colours. I'm creating a neon woman playlist and I'd like to add your choice to that playlist. Oh. <laughs> we That's have a big question. I don't know if we're allowed to say one of our songs. <laughs> but we have a song. <laughs> we have a song called Wild Woman. And um, okay. Oh, that's just like okay. Yeah, just our, all our songs <laughs> yeah. in the playlist. We have a song called Wild Woman, and it there's something about it that just I think it just lights me up, and I, it lights up other women too. So that's the one for me. But I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of other people's songs. There's so many. You can choose your own. That's allowed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, just I don't know like any Fleetwood Mac um good choice there's uh what's that um Leon Bridges song oh, the one with a cool guitar yeah oh, I don't even know what that's called it's super cool I've got it here somewhere um <laughs> Bad, bad oh, news. Yeah. It's called Bad News, I think. Oh, I've got it here. Oh. <laughs> it's called Bad, 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 bad news. news, Leon Bridges. Yeah, we love that song. So Although not positive message. <laughs> Look, if it makes you feel good, that. that's, I, yeah. yeah I, oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Getting too excited. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. add both of those to the playlist. Cool. Awesome. There were, there's definitely there, there's more as well. There's so many. <laughs> if you think of more, just send we'll them. Just to, send me an email. Yeah, we'll have to send them to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I asked this question to each of you. What about love is wild to you? I think love is wild because, like I said before, it's just. It's it's more powerful than we as humans can understand. And so what can be more wild than that? Mm. Yeah, I'd say the same. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can have the same answer, that's okay. <laughs> what about each of your fashion senses is original? Uh, I want to say for me the the fact that I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, I want I I want to look good for me, but that's 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 it. If I'm happy, then yeah, I'd say like I don't follow fashion at all. But when I do dress up, I dress as a reflection of my spirit and an expression of of who I truly am as you should yeah 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 what do you both do to keep your mindset magnificent lots and lots of self-work healing journaling um yeah a lot a lot of work which sounds kind of negative but I see it in a positive way yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I just like to have fun. Yeah, it's. I think it's just really important for me to just have fun, whether that be playing sports or just dancing around like an idiot, you yeah. know, being loud and 
singing. <laughs> singing. This is how we balance each other out. Yeah. <laughs> Just been very playful. So yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I'm more like you, Sarah. I just, I do all of the work and I don't have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, like, thank God I have Frankie to make me get sometimes drunk sometimes. Just, sometimes you just got to take some time off and, yeah. you know, yeah. bounce around a bit. It's yeah, I don't know how to do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, come over. I will, we'll, uh... <laughs> oh, hey, when the pandemic ends, I will be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where is the most adventurous place that you've travelled to? Mm. Well, there was, we went to Sedona la, uh, last summer, last summer, and in, um, what state is Arizona? Arizona. Mm. And um, it, Sarah made me climb up this massive mountain, and I was all the way up, I was going, no, I can't do it, I can't do it. I actually can't do it and it was just like massive and there's no no way we can do this and we just kept going kept going kept going kept going and then all of a sudden we were at the top of this mass I don't know if you can see that picture there oh yeah that's us at the top and um it's the best I just thought I've just I just did that and I spent the whole time going up saying oh I can't do it I can't do it I can't do it well, I made it to the top. Um, thanks to you. Go. You just I was quite a jelly that carry it on. We'll get to the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but that was like that place is incredible. Yeah. The scenery is amazing. And just I guess traveling to the top of that mountain was quite an experience. Yeah. Um that's just one that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say like so many of the things that we did in America felt really exciting to us because we hadn't really been there before and it was like every weekend I really miss that now like every weekend that we didn't have something on would be like this adventure because we'd go yeah. and we'd be like oh where should we go today we've never been to Idlewild or something and we'd like drive up to the top of a mountain or yeah um that's just yeah such an incredible way to spend life I think um, just going and doing traveling to another country yeah. experiencing different culture even though it's not you know it's America so it's, it's it's kind of similar to here but yeah you know they speak English and although the language is quite different really mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but just going getting out of your you know your everyday life going in and experiencing that I would have never have done that if it wasn't for you um, I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for you so <laughs> it's there you go. yeah have yeah. someone to to do stuff like that with quite whimsically and be like shall we move to the other side of the world okay let's do that um yeah yeah, yeah there's nothing better than that yeah I can relate to that because um, that's what I did yeah so. that's what you've done. Yeah. yeah but I've kind of fallen into the the lack of adventure because you you move here you get a normal job and yeah life life just kind of becomes like it would you know back home yeah so but definitely the pandemic has made me realize that you do need to be spending your weekends seeing things and experiencing things because it's only when you can't do any of that that you realize you should be doing it yeah Yeah, definitely I love those days like I call them our adventure days when we just go off somewhere and like I think it's so needed like 
for me my yeah. soul needs that like I need to see new things all the time and, and I think when you're in a place where you have you can go and do that like where we were in California you could drive an hour you know northeast southwest and you would be somewhere that was amazing you know amazing yeah. scenery or mm. like a famous place that had you know been in movies or um it was the scenery mainly that was just incredible um to be in a place that allows for that is probably the same way you are over there I'd imagine mm. there's lots to see yes and experience um and it's something that yeah that we've really missed out on isn't it but um yeah hopefully it's, it's not too long no to get no back to all of that yeah because no. that is important <laughs> isn't it yeah. yeah okay well what is necessary to you both to have a healthy lifestyle and i i say healthy in quotes because i don't just mean like you know Less food it. unless food <laughs> is your answer <laughs> i think a really good balance of of fun and sort of um that inner work like if it's so important like I know I have to do that inner work and I have to meditate and I have to do all that to to stay healthy and not you know be a terrible person to live with <laughs> but um at the same time yeah the balance of, of the fun and um and creativity and music and yeah a balance of all those things mm, definitely balance um how yeah I'd say the same thing just to have just to do the things that are important to you make sure you do them if if I don't know like at the, at the moment um I really love sport and I used to play football and cricket and I just uh, recently I realized that I'm not doing that I'm not playing sport I'm not playing and I'm realizing that's really important to me and to like for my mind as well like mentally for me to stay healthy I need to do things like that I need to um create as well and create music and just play play yeah. seems to be yeah. a theme <laughs> um so yeah I'd say uh, to stay healthy just make sure I'm playing yeah. <laughs> something <laughs> Awesome, yeah. Okay, and then which woman or women are inspirational to you? They can be famous or non-famous. You're inspirational to me. Oh, <laughs> that's the best no, answer. That, that is true. Like, I say that to you all the time because I think you are so. Um, you know, like I would have never have experienced all the things I've experienced in America and with Unsung Lily if it wasn't. For nice. you being so, you know, like <laughs> driven and knowing what you want, which is I find that really inspiring because I'm not a person who who is that, you know, like I'd quite happily just kind of go along. You have all the ideas and you have ideas, you know, you're very many. very inspired all the time to do this, that and the other, which is amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um you as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say all women, honestly. Like, usually I'd probably answer that question with, like, with some answer of some specific people, like, you know, 
I love people who just put themselves out there um, and don't sort of like um, fall into those rules of like the society and the media tells us to be as a woman. But um, honestly, right now, I feel like every single woman is so inspiring. Like we all have to go through so much, um, you know, living in this, trying to make our way through this kind of patriarchal world and and trying to be who we actually are. You know, we all are doing that. And we're all making our way through that as best as we can. And that's that's so inspiring. Like, we're, we're rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. My second to last question. What does being a neon woman mean to you both? Hmm. I'd say, like, being in the vibrance of who you are and letting all those colours out letting all those colors shine i'm looking at this paint we've got this picture here i have to show you it because it's like i feel like it's the neon woman let's show you hold on frankie's in the way <laughs> so it's like this little little girl and she's dancing oh, in this colorful rain and then there's i love that under the um under the umbrella trying to like hide from the rain is that like, banksy neon woman it's i think it's like a banksy ish i don't think it's okay, actually right. banksy but um, yeah, that, to me, that's what it's all about. It's about like letting your colours shine and, and, and embracing them and, and not trying to hide from, from who you are. Yeah, I love that. Shout you. Um, yeah, I'd say the same thing. Just, just whoever it is you want to be, just be it. Be that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, and not be ashamed. Don't be ashamed about anything um be proud awesome well sarah and frankie what is next for you what upcoming projects do you have and where can people connect with you so what's next for us is we are bringing up new music um we're bringing out we're hoping to bring out um a few more singles for the rest of this year and an EP um so yeah check us out online um follow us on Instagram Facebook don't really do Twitter that much but um we are on there <laughs> um Spotify you know all the all the places you can listen to music or follow people we're, we're there so keep YouTube keep there's in lots touch on YouTube. yeah there's loads on YouTube um you can also become a patron we have a little oh. patron community of, of people that um you know you just pay for anyone who doesn't know patreon you, you pay like a very small amount like three dollars a month five dollars a month um ten dollars a month and you get a hundred dollars five hundred dollars you get lots of um lots of perks and and special um things special things that we just sent it to, to you and um and, the, and it helps to support us in the making of our music so that's a really cool thing that's probably the the best way you can support an independent artist these days yeah, um, yeah, and we're just making, making, putting more music out into the world, really, and um, and carrying on the yeah. journey. We're about to release a cover of something, which yeah. is we're excited about. Yes, mm. um, and then yeah. won't say what. No, but that's going to come out in all. August, and then we yeah. have another single, one of our sing our songs coming out probably a month or two after that. So amazing! Yeah. Thank you so much for connecting with me. Thank you. Like this has been 
yeah, this has been a wonderful chat. So thank you. And when I get to come back to the UK, you know, maybe we can yeah. drink a bottle of wine. That sounds good. All three. <laughs> yes, all three. Thank you so much for having us yeah. and for asking us such amazing questions. Yeah. It's like, that's really cool. Doesn't You're welcome. Happen. Doesn't always happen, yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Neo Mormon podcast. Neon Woman was produced by me, Chloe, and Neon Network Production. Make sure to follow us on Instagram or check out neonwoman.com for all the latest episodes, blog posts, and more.